0: Smokes to burn all the good old days, yeah. All right, guys welcome back to the Razor rowdy podcast i'm your host nikki t and wow. i'm here with my really excited to be here guest <laughs>
1: oh, this is real though yeah
0: <laughs> we had a little bit of trouble getting the gear working daniel helped me and as i haven't said yet it's daniel donato thank you sir yeah daniel has been on the podcast for two mini podcasts that we did wow where we talked about two of your songs yeah um and i'm excited to have you back for a little bit of a interview piece and talk about the the new record you whoa raised. thank you yeah, yeah yeah, absolutely
1: and we also had steak before this yes yeah which was delicious
0: my new roommate job fortner cooked us some luxurious steaks on the charcoal grill crazy chef job
1: job is uh job's talent humbles me yeah <laughs> you know he's just a dude that you see it in people that they just have a they're just talented at what they do and he is man he, yeah i that steak is ridiculous. Yeah, he was. <laughs> oh, kidding. I was
0: like, I'm gonna put on more weight than I already have when I move here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so how long have you been here?
0: Uh, literally two weeks.
1: My God. Yeah, I man, I just got here. That's crazy.
0: Yeah, yeah, just got to town. COVID let me have a place in Nashville, so. Wow. Because I'm working my day job from home now.
1: Wow. So yeah. since the entirety of the time I've known you it was always about trying to find a gig that would allow you to be down here more full time, and the We're gig here. has conformed with covid yes and now here, now you're here yeah
0: man you were an opportunity seeker hey man i'm, I'm excited about it
1: yeah <laughs> the you world
0: could. in a terrible time like this is aligned in a way that's helped me which is crazy
1: right absolutely yeah of course good so, for you
0: daniel and i've been hanging out Job just went to do a practice for a show he has coming up a yeah. live stream yeah and uh but man let's let's talk a little bit about what's been going on in your world since i talked to you last all right cool so um
1: yeah i'd
0: love to uh since we've talked we you know we talked previously where you were dropping singles Mm -hmm. and then now you put out your first full-length record yeah 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 let's let's talk a little bit about that
1: yeah dude i think um i so i think the last single i released that you guys actually were kind enough to premiere yeah which means the world
0: oh dude thank Uh, you for letting us do it
1: insane uh i think we did that in july last year yeah or, or june um and then so in august of this year August 7th so about 13 months after that we put out 12 songs. Yeah. Um and uh I mean it's really fantastic. It's a great feeling. Yeah. Um it's re- it's just a wild thing to put out music especially during this time, yeah. you know? um but it's an experiment before it's before it's anything else, you know. And it's it's cool to see how a lot of the raised rowdy listeners too like um are are taking the music and it's the kind of a thing where no one knows what they're doing on, like, an independent level, largely, you know? So it's, like, there's a lot of data that's going around, and you can interpret, like, oh, well, you know, more people listening to my Spotify than ever, or, like, more people are buying more merchandise than they ever have, or YouTube's going up more than it's ever have. But, like, there's also going to be, like, weeks during between March and when we're speaking right now where it's, like, nothing's going on. Yeah. So there's no, like, knowing what the weather is.
0: Mm-hmm. And so when
1: you're independent and you say, I want to put out music where well, you're like, my God, so you got to master it. You got to record the record first. You got to master it. You got to pay everyone. You got to get the artwork. You got to figure out ways to uh, set up merchandise and communicate with your fans and get the word out about it. And, um, and then still deal with everything that's going on on a human level with the world. It's actually quite a challenge. And it presented itself in a way that was really perfect for where I was at back in May when we started figuring out how to put it out. We yeah. recorded it in December. Yeah. Uh, December 9th and 10th. We recorded in two days. That's crazy. Yeah, a live record, a Cosmic Country record in two days. So it's like... Beautiful. It's cool, you know. And that was a whole learning process, too, of like, you know, growing up here in Nashville and admiring a lot of music that wasn't made in, in two days, like a record at least. Right. You know, they'll work on a song a day. Right. Kind of a thing. Um, It was a... That was a good affirmation of me kind of knowing... um. How do I create? How do I lend my talent to the world in in the closest way to a hundred percent? Right, right. Um, <laughs> ironically enough, like during this process, I got back into Breaking Bad. Okay, and it was like <laughs> Jesse and, and Walt were trying to like get that 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 blue that crystal. Yeah, and I'm not trying to make drugs, but music is like a serotonin release for sure. Um, so how can I create the 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 most cr- clean crystal? Yeah, <laughs> uh, ironically, like in a <laughs> metaphorical sense. Yeah, yeah. Um. And my thing is not going in, going in there and like perfecting it. It's about uh, uh it's a it's a pre- It's a celebration, not a presentation. Yeah. So it's just going in there and capturing like a Polaroid of who I am and putting that out on vinyl and, and yeah. CD and digital and and YouTube and everywhere possible.
0: I bought the vinyl.
1: That means the world.
0: Absolutely, man. Thank I'm, you. I'm stoked to have it in my collection. That's insane. That's Um, wonderful. one of the cool things I think about this record is like. I think a lot of people you'll hear someone say, Oh, their live show is so different than the record. And since this was a live record, I think even more so than even other live records I've heard, it's like it's a representation of like what your sound is, right? Like I mean it sounds like your live show and it's awesome to to see that and hear it because sometimes uh, stuff that's produced doesn't sound like that, so I think it's authentic, Daniel Donato. Thank you, know? you. which yeah, is yeah. super cool. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah. Um, I think it's a good capturing of Thank you. specifically with like the covers that you chose to put in it, right? Mm. That are like covers that really kill in your live set when you mm-hmm. play them. You yeah, know? absolutely. So I think your version of those songs, hearing that, and hearing people that might not know your music get that song, that you know, classic song like "Fire on the Mountain," that like yeah. just really hits home and your version of it that I got to catch when you played here in Nashville. Mm-hmm. One of my first shows, actually my first full band show in Nashville. No way. Since I moved was CNU.
1: That's a, th- man. Yep. So that's a thing that COVID presented to me. That is uh, kind of a, uh, like a fantastic thing where I've never would have thought of this, but it was the idea of like, um, so like back in March, people were coming to the shows and COVID was something that was, that wasn't um yet manifested in affecting everyone that we know yeah. right so it was kind of just a thing we were seeing and p- less and less people were coming out to the shows as we neared May thirteenth March thirteenth yeah and it ended up being like you know for about six cities I was I was everyone in that city's last show yeah and then now that we're kind of reopening and we're doing some things here in Nashville in ways in in environments that are you know safe cautiously safe, yeah yep. yeah yeah and because uh, there's some that aren't down you know here in town but now we're people's first show and it's like my god Like those two shows are the most important shows ever.
0: You're gonna remember them forever. You You really are. If you're a music fan, you're gonna remember those shows forever. Your last show before, which for me was Ashley McBride. Oh, and then the the first one full band was you, man. Which is crazy. Like I'll remember those forever.
1: How perfect is that? Because, um, you know, I toured with D. White, who was opening for Ashley for a while. It's kind of a nice little serendipitous. Yeah,
0: yeah. I remember seeing you guys at. uh, joe's live up in chicago oh,
1: that venue is so good it's cool i cool love space that man oh my god
0: they got the little you know overhang oh yeah nice big room oh it's you can fucking put a lot awesome. of folks in there they kill it
1: there yeah chicago everyone in chicago whenever we play there it is a different it's a different energy great it, market my god it really Fantastic is. Fantastic
0: country market and just music market in general
1: yeah there's something about the culture in that city with at least the demographics that come to our shows that it is a highlight whenever we're able to, you know, you, you open up the Google Calendar, you're like, where are we going? Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, we're very excited All about right, this cool. one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, how did you meet Robin Ford, and how did you talk him into being the producer on the, the project? So
1: this was something that I also learned. Um, I spent many times trying to hound people down and buy them a coffee at 8.45 before they went in for their 9.30. Yeah. And... You know, and then text him afterwards and be like, hey, I just did this song. What do you think of it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, n- nothing, yeah. you know, and it's like, OK, that's fine because that's all part of the process. Robin came to me, awesome. which is, you know, the perfect example of just letting people come to you that the timeline that's supposed to happen, not the one you think should happen is the thing that happens. Yeah. Um, and so Robin called me randomly uh, October 10th. And so it was about eight weeks before we were like, hey, let's go do a fucking record. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> what are you talking about? We still got shows. Like, yeah. I'm going to Europe in three days for the first time. <laughs> Mr. Robin Ford, my guitar hero, yeah, used to hang on, used to live on my wall when I was 14. Oh. Used to live on my wall, a picture of you. I told him that. And it's like, when I met him in person, I'm, it's like you came off my wall and now you're buying me a coffee at Sam and Zoe's. <laughs> But he called me and he said he saw a video on YouTube, which, you know, again, back to our state conversation we were having out on Job's deck, yeah. uh, how important YouTube really is. Yeah, like, it's man. the platform. Yeah. Um, he's like, I saw a video of you on YouTube, and he, and I'll just, you know, I'll say it because it's a podcast. He goes, I think you're going to, you know, be the greatest guitarist of your generation. Yeah. And it's like, whoa, you know, so whatever, I don't take those words as a thing, but I take the energy behind it as the real thing. Yeah. So for someone who doesn't have to say that yeah. to somebody, yep. to say it, you know, that's a beautiful thing. And so for everyone who doesn't know, Robin, you know, played with, played with Joni Mitchell. He played with George Harrison from the Beatles. Yep. He played with Miles Davis, which is, you know, regarded as one of the best musicians that have ever lived. Right. Um, so Robin in the musician world is a really well-respected guy, well-respected individual. Rightfully so, and also as a human. And so he's wanting to get into producing. So he was doing some YouTube digging, and uh, a friend of mine, um, Casey Wozner, excuse me, sent out a video to Robin and uh, said, I think this guy would be good. I think something like that. Robin calls me. I'm in my studio, a little south of Nashville, um, just 10 minutes from here at Job's place. And uh, he called me, like, like late at night. I don't even know how he got my number. And... Um, asked if we if I'd be interested in doing the record and he said he would you know be very open to figuring out how we can release it and and make it happen within a budget and um and my only thing was I wanted to do it with my band because that's the kind of artist that I am right um and he was cool with that but he, he wanted me to do the live show I want you to play exactly what I saw in this YouTube video and it couldn't have been more perfect because we just did over 100 shows yeah so I was ready yeah, the band is like tight and ready, ready to go. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Just horses in the pen, re- ready to go. Yeah, you that's know? beautiful.
0: Yeah. Ugh. So you recorded it in two days. Where'd you guys record it at? We recorded
1: it at very famous studio, Sound Emporium Room A. Yep. You know, so maybe some of the li- musicians that are living in Nashville listen to that, like they shrug their shoulders, say famous studio. It's like, don't let proximity effects fool you. That's a famous fucking studio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Waylon Jennings was recording there the yep. day I was born. Oh man, that's crazy! He was it? recording a cover of the same song in that studio the day I was born wow. that we cut in that same studio. That's that's insane, crazy. you know. And th- that studio is awesome. Uh, shout out to Juanita and everyone working there, making sure that it's one of the healthiest studios operating in the um, the COVID era that we're in. Yeah, yeah,
0: heck yeah, yeah. So yeah, the the release probably wasn't what you expected when you recorded it, but. I mean, I think, I think there's some healing in specifically a live record Yeah, when you can't see a live show, right? right? There's healing for people to have that live experience on vinyl or on however you listen to it, whatever platform CD or, you know, Spotify, however you're listening to it to have that live experience really translate to something that you can like go back to and go to the well and say oh man this is this is what i miss about live music
1: my god you know? that was my exact goal you yeah. know and I, I what's really funny is i sat down and i i wrote out what i wanted this record to do and it didn't do all of those things yeah but one thing that i did want it to do was i specifically thought of you and people like you that i know that are really love music yeah um just really do like probably more so than people that even create it because you don't have the ego to ask for something out of it back you just really love music and it's like
0: there's a lot of folks like that there's a lot especially in america yeah
1: especially in america that love country music yeah for sure you know because it's the music of this land yep it's the music of our where we come from and uh man so if i was able to reach people like that and for them to understand that sentiment that was my goal because it was a live record. Yeah. And my publicist at the time was like, you, you know, that's a lot, a lot of people are going to like take that in an interesting way. Cause they're going to, uh, people expect you to be a studio guy. But it's like, I don't really care. I'd rather just let yeah. the fans decide. Right. You know, so
0: yeah, yeah. And you can always do a studio album too. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not like, it's not like you can't do that. Right. No,
1: but, it looks like Billie Eilish is doing them in her fucking bedroom. Yeah, so it's
0: fine. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, it's one of those things where, I think it ended up being extremely timely. Like we talked about, right? Yeah. Like when people were fiending for a live album, right? Like specifically an experience, like seeing your live show, which if you're listening to this and you haven't seen Daniel's live show, it's borderline spiritual. It's, Whoa, man. it's electric. And regardless of the band that you have, I know you had some new members the last time I saw you, but it's your, your presence on stage is undeniable. Thank you. And, yeah. The experience from a show like yours is something that makes you want to come back and bring three friends the next time you come back. Right. Beautiful, yeah. And uh, I remember when I took Jacob to your show for the first time, he was like, Yeah, dude, that's one of the best shows I've been at. And it was in Club Cafe, you know what I yeah. mean? In Pittsburgh. Which we
1: you know it was our first time playing there. We uh two tickets away from selling it out. Yeah. It's like that's very cool.
0: That's super cool. Yeah. Like that's the room I saw Brent Cobb in the first time. You know what I, what I mean? I love like, Brent, man. Love Brent too. Yeah, yeah. Speak, fantastic. Speaking of that, I know uh, you had him on the podcast. Man, that was a crazy episode. So let's talk a little bit about your podcast. I'd I love guess. to. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: the Lost Highway. Yeah, man. It's um, you know, the Hank Williams song. Uh, yeah, and it's just a cool metaphor, uh, at least how it relates to my life, and maybe to some people who are listening. Where it's like, um, uh, we're on this uh. We're on this straight and narrow in some way, and you're not exactly sure where it's going. <laughs> and this year's revealed that more than ever. Absolutely. And you're not really in control of where it's going. Right. Um, so you might as well document it while you're, while you're going, while you're trucking onward. Yep. And uh, so that's where, that, that's where the whole thing is there. And um, I started the podcast, and I said, who are 10 people that I would love to get on there? Yeah. Uh, doesn't matter how famous they are or not famous. Mm-hmm. And every person I asked said yes.
0: It's it, That is a testament to who you are in the music world. Oh, it, wow. Thank you, know, you. It really is. And, and it's a testament to how much those people believe in what you're doing. Yeah. Right. Brent especially.
1: He's yeah, a dude. Kind Brent's dude.
0: fantastic.
1: He's the only guy that's ever came up with a nickname for me that I dig. Really? He it calls me Double.
0: Double. Okay. You're like, what's up, Double? He, yeah. Just like that. <laughs>
1: it's like, my God. It sounds like he's been saying it for 85 years.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
1: Uh, because Daniel Donato, I guess the initials, yeah, is where yeah, it is. Double D. But he would never explain that. He just, "What's up, Double?" Yeah. It's like, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? But in it, within an hour's time, Brent and I, um, we talked about we talked about uh family life, which is a I love hearing about that from people who have kids. In yeah. our in the music world, um, in any capacity, let alone touring artists, you know, and um, we talked about his story. Um, and we talked about what a lot of people t- attached to on that episode was the mushroom trip uh, <laughs> and our, our shared mushroom experience that we didn't take together. Um, and his story was a lot better than mine. Um, so <laughs> that's a great episode, though. I People, I definitely recommend they check that out.
0: Yeah, that's a, it's one of the highlights. Uh, just a really fun episode to listen to. Just the stories you guys have in it is fantastic.
1: I love, like, I've had several artists be the first like my platform was the first which i don't want to say it in that way but my like um i was the first person the interview they ever had where they said they smoke weed yeah like several people yeah several yeah. and it's like oh this is cool yeah this is me being able to like be in the room with somebody while they're openly sharing even more about themselves with the world yeah let alone a song, which is yeah. so much. And it's like, that is the same thing as a song. Yeah. An aspect of your individual uh, life. You know, people that might not know. And, you know, so fantastic. I really love it, man. Yeah. So it's a privilege to be on this one too. The
0: uh, yeah. <laughs> But the guests that you've had on is like, it's like guitar legends, yeah. super cool industry folks. Yes. And just well-respected people in everything that they do.
1: Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. It's kind of in like, a, it's an experience in that way. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, uh, it's what interests me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What are some of the things that you think from that podcast that you've learned or learned about people that have like maybe. I got it. Either yeah. Like helped you
1: or, you know, like made you think of something differently. hundred percent. I mean, it's, it's really helped me because it's the kind of a thing where if you're talking to people that are successful in something that you haven't presently attained, but they have it on their shelf, you can't help, but listen to them. Yeah. Even if they say things you were thought that would have been wrong going into the conversation, yeah. you you can't ignore the truth. Um, so I've learned that patience and persistence and positivity seem to be three things that a lot of successful people have in common. And those are just they those are those are tones that are just um, shades of color that happen to be painted in each one of their stories. And you're like, well, hey, that dude who owns seven bars has the same mindset as the guy who has three kids and, and you know has three Grammys, you yeah. know? And it's like that's a strange thing. like those guys are in no way connected. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, um that's a that's a really or Brent Mason is like the most recorded guitar player in oh, history. Yeah. One of my heroes. Same thing guitar as well. Hero. Yeah. Yeah, he's a guitar hero. Yeah. Um it's like just hearing about the story of like how he got called to play on Chattahoochee. Yeah. And it's like
0: like one of the most iconic licks of all time. You know? Right. Like you're
1: talking about like, so if you're <laughs> Any like, a, genre. Yeah. yeah, if you're a fan of music, of country music, especially mm-hmm. and you hear that live, you hear the guitar player play. like it makes you happy. Yeah. It gives you a serotonin boost. Yep. Um, so, you know, that's a form of greatness. And his mindset's very similar to those people. And it's, I like finding those similarities because if you can find those similarities, it helps you, ironically, I guess, not feel as lost. Yeah. So the Lost Highway has helped me not feel as lost.
0: That's great. Yeah. That's a, yeah, that's a really cool thing to come from that
1: <laughs> yeah it's cool
0: yeah that's awesome
1: uh <laughs> what kind of whiskey is or is this bourbon
0: this is bourbon it's it insane. is uh george t stag oh, so on. i uh i won that bottle in a lottery in the state of pennsylvania you would i got to i got to win it no i got to i had to pay for it but i like what? just the chance to buy it was a lottery
1: what that's bullshit that's how that's... pa
0: works man it's nuts that's insane but so when i moved down here i was like well this is as good as time as any to bust this beautiful bottle of bourbon out. It really is. Thanks for having a
1: glass with me. That means here. the world. Thank you,
0: dude. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, um, tell any like, do you have any live streams coming up that uh, you're going to be doing or anything? Not really. No.
1: <laughs> not really. Like, um, not really. Uh, we do have. Uh, a new like but having said that i have new stuff every week yeah available for people
0: oh yeah tell everybody about like how they can like tell them about your mailing list where you can get all the cool stuff
1: thank and you man. daniel puts in. out the
0: guitar chords of a lot of his songs online oh, yeah. so if you're trying to be a third of the guitarist that daniel is you can, <laughs> you can get on there Shit. and get those tell everybody about that man. Yeah, yeah
1: so like um cosmic country you can look that up on any platform and we have new videos every week on everywhere you know youtube facebook yep um we just did a new merchandise line uh that's available on my site the cosmic country club though is the emailing list and we do a a three points tuesday where we have um we have uh d- companies that i'm working with like we include products from them or, or videos that are inspiring me uh books that i'm reading that are inspiring me songs i'm listening to that are inspiring me um things like that and then uh it's hard to have so youtube facebook instagram uh, in the Cosmic Country Club, and uh, of course Spotify. Check out a young man's country, the new record. Yeah. Um, what's really cool is, um, you know, we're independent. Yeah. So we don't have a label. Right. Um. So a lot of people that probably subscribe to Raise Rowdy are familiar with you know people that are also on labels but might also not be. Yeah. Um. So if you go on the Spotify and you check out like the biggest country music label like us uh, playlists. Yeah. Like Indigo. Yep. Or um, new music Nashville. Yep. Um. Fresh folk, yep, and uh, et cetera. Like, um, we're all on there. Yeah, our Which songs is, are again insane. a
0: testament to who you are as an independent artist. Them them playlisting your tracks, telling you they believe in you. Yeah, you
1: know? so yeah, man, that's beautiful.
0: It's yeah. uh, uh, another thing that I wanted to mention was yeah. uh, that you were when you were up for Americana Player of the Year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was super cool. That was that was yeah. a cool
1: thing. Um, my gosh, that was a fun time. Um I got to meet uh Buddy Guy, one of my guitar heroes. Oh my gosh. And um yeah, I got to hang out with like Brandy Carlisle and like Lucas Nelson and yeah. and pick with, you know, pick pick around and like uh, talk music with them. That was a fun time.
0: Americana know? fest every year is always great. I mean, I know it didn't happen this year, it but, did not um, they'll, it'll come back. We'll get the back there. It's
1: supposed to happen September of next year. Nice. And you know, um, we're supposed to like be touring, we're going to, uh, we're touring all over the country again next year. And then we have Europe as well. Heck yeah. Um, so for, you know, any listeners that are involved there again, joining the cosmic country club for absolutely. F- it's, it's, it's also free. Yeah. Um, it's uh they get you know we sell all of our tickets and like vip packages through there before we we sell them on public so yep
0: yeah i uh I, I might have more of your t-shirts than i have of most other artists i think i have four t-shirts likewise yeah. for me <laughs> daniel has a fantastic merch line i love that one of like Kind of looks like the Air Jordan with the cowboy hat and the disco ball. Thank <laughs> that you, sir. design is fantastic. Thank you. And uh, a lot of his gear uh, is super cool. Like, I have the one with the world is like the main thing. It's like a cartoony. It's a happy world. Earth. Oh my God. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And the three odd cows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I have
0: like a, I have one that I bought at your show. And then I have like that one. And then I have another like kind of cartoony design. I love all those. Thank you. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. Whoever you have that designs your uh, yeah. merch stuff is fantastic and i think it fits you extremely well thank
1: you man that means the world yeah you know? that's a big deal to us um you know we have a very select group of people that we're always working communicating with um yeah. so try to put out things that people love and yeah that's beautiful same yeah. way with raise rowdy man you guys are knocking it out oh, always dude, appreciate it
0: mm-hmm. um well let's talk about justice too because that's a song we've been playing on raise rowdy radio yes indeed so um just tell us maybe a little bit about that song and when you were writing it
1: yeah I wrote that song when... So I wrote... Justice came out on August 7, 2020. I wrote it in July of 2018. So I've been playing it live since March of 2019. So I was playing it live. A song comes alive for me. Like it comes into the world when it's played live. But it's kind of like in this weird tomb or womb rather. Yeah. <laughs> um before it's like when it's like a voice memo in my phone. Yeah. Like it's just like kind of curating itself and marinating. Yeah. Um, but we had, the first time we played it live. Check this out. Was that well was that um, was that Club Cafe? Really? At that show. Wow. That you were at, which That's is so awesome. perfect. Yeah. What a crazy serendipitous thing. Wow. That was the first time we played. because That was our first show of the tour. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that which is you know. So we played it and it's like this uh it's this kind of a thing where music, playing play music, kind of like comedy, like where you test out jokes yeah. and you test out material. And I remember mean, when we played justice, people were coming up to us at the merch table being like, man, I loved that song when I first heard you play it five years ago. Yeah. I'm like, wait, th- that was, th- tonight was the first night we played it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And they're like, so it's that kind of a thing where it's like... Um, it just seems familiar to people. It seems familiar and it seems yeah. classic, right? Yeah. Um, I'm all about that. I'm not yeah. really like trying to, like, aside from my guitar playing, to like reinvent the wheel. Yeah. I just want to bring something to people that they don't have to think too hard about and something that just makes them feel comfortable and that they can hopefully make their own. Yeah. Um, if you can release something that makes people feel like it's their own, that is where it's a, a, it's a useful song. Yeah. Um. And that was something I said when we had an interview with Rolling Stone about the music video for Justice, which is like I don't want to be putting out things that aren't useful for the world right now. Yeah. Um. And so I feel like that song serves that purpose. Um. Ain't no justice lest it's just us. Is the hook of the song.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I love it. That's that song's. It's a standout track on the album, Mm -hmm. and I I love playing it on the radio because it's so different than a lot of that stuff that you hear and i think more people need to have ears on it thank you you know thank you so thank you for putting that in the world and giving it to us man
1: thank you man yeah Yeah, absolutely absolutely. beautiful yeah that fantastic this is uh beautiful i want to ask you one question before we sign off here um so you moved here to nashville yeah um what is it that you thought nashville was like Versus the reality of Nashville, that's changed um, in your perception of reality. Man, I don't know if I'm there yet.
0: <laughs> okay, because you just moved here. Yeah, we're, I'm brand new. Think about um, it though. the The thing that's tough for me yeah. is someone that has a full time day job plus does raise rowdy after. Is the balance of I don't get how you do it. The balance of figuring that out with every there's amazing shows happening even during covid there's rounds you have to be seated for but yeah. you know there's rounds and listening rooms open so i am just so appreciative having been in that covid scheme for that long of like not having any live shows of getting live music down here it's feeding my soul in a way that i knew music did but that i had been almost deprived from for six months or seven months, you know, deprived. Yeah, absolutely.
1: I mean, yeah. and, you know, and rightfully so in some way. Right. You know. But
0: the thing that I've, I would say is the thing that's tough to see is that everyone's going through the same stuff. Yes. Like the challenges that I'm facing in my personal life and the challenges that all the musicians are facing, I'm like, man, I'm so lucky to have my day job still right like oh, to still be able to put, yeah. you know, food on my plate that's and not a- have to worry about it. Cause I'll tell you. So many of our friends and so many oh, yeah. people in the music industry oh, yeah. are are so, yeah are, are working through that. Oh yeah,
1: actively. And it's the crazy thing, my friend, is that um, I think, it, and I am going to say this is probably a strong thing to admit. Yeah. Um, There were there is probably a week of time uh, during this quarantine where I am like, why am I? Is this really what I was ch- like supposed to do with my life? Like really, yeah. like, is that true? And I've I've since like I've reaffirmed that I feel I feel strong that it is. Yeah. But I think it made me stronger to have had that question be brought up to my face because the only reason I wouldn't have answered that is because of ego. Yeah. But COVID fucked everyone's ego yeah, hard. Man. Yeah. And you yeah. had to you have to drop it at least a little.
0: Yeah. The world the world took a dump on us and there's nothing we could do to fix it right? there's, nothing we do. <laughs> there's so many things where you think if i work hard enough and i put myself straightforward and i work and i keep going that stuff's going to work out but sometimes the world has other ways of, of course. handling things yeah, right yeah. and that's what we just all experience
1: that's where that patience persistence positivity yeah is a monster need that on a shirt man everyone says that i i just got to find the right person to draw it yeah um and i also don't want to be a tony robbins guy yeah I'm just not that muscular. Yeah, <laughs> but when I when I do get that muscular, you bet I'm gonna cash it. Yeah. out. <laughs> oh man, that's great.
0: But yeah, like that's like uh, one of the things that you know we tried to do was like have people on live streams mm-hmm. and like oh yeah, give our platform. Up you had me on yours. Artists. Yep. Yeah. Right it that started. was a fun one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a fun one, man. Like we, we were like quasi writing a song there with everyone. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that
1: was it was fun. fun. Yeah. yeah,
0: it's it's just neat to see how different everyone is, too, because a live show yep it's song talk a little song 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 talk a little song you know so it's neat to see a little bit of people's personalities on their streams that's one of the things that i think is positive that came out of it
1: there's a lot that is positive yeah yeah yeah, Yeah. and i
0: think in the long run we'll think back on this time and we'll think about some of the positive stuff that came out of it hopefully
1: some will, yeah, you know what I mean? And probably. that's where I think, you know, you're going to find a lot of intelligent ways to pivot and embed yourself creatively. Yeah. And as, you know, in the sense also of the community that surrounds what you do and you bring to the world. Yep. Um, the more positive and tried and true concepts you can bring into your circle of operation, seems like the more um, effective and, and successful you'll be. Yep. Um, in which you guys do a fantastic job of doing, man. You know, yep. I've just been an infectiously large fan of you guys since I discovered you. Um, As we have of you. That's very kind. (laughs) It's very kind. Right on.
0: Uh, I remember the first time I heard someone talk about you and then I looked you up on YouTube and I was like, oh my gosh.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So that's another thing I learned is how people react to me. I thought if you were a guitar player that you had to be John Mayer. That you had to be like a cool, like sexy, smooth guy. But it's actually not true. Grady Smith called my record invigorating. And no one ever called me invigorating before but I realized that I feel invigorated when I feel like I've given a good show.
0: Yeah.
1: And, um, and I wasn't listening to the hundreds or probably thousands, honestly, of people throughout the years of my, my career in music, which is 11 years so far at the age of 25. It was always, it was never like my wife loves you. It was always like, Oh my God. What yeah. did you just do? <laughs> it's like invigorating. Yeah. So I think I'm more that kind of a guy. Yeah. Um, and so, man, the fact that you just had that response and other people have too, it's just a very nice reassuring thing. Uh, so do not be expecting your body's a wonderland from me anytime soon. <laughs> we, we already had that. More guitar solos. We're excited more for more Daniel Donato.
0: Yes, me too. Man, uh, thank you so much for coming over and having some steak with us Dude, and chilling and having some bourbon. Yeah, man. I Thank appreciate you. your time, man.
1: Thank you. Right on, Nick. Likewise. And we'll
0: check back in, man. Let's, let's let's do this again soon. I'm
1: here for it anytime.
0: Yeah. So, Dope. guys, make sure you follow Daniel on social media and check out his YouTube. One of my favorite videos, I think, was from you from Nam with uh, Robert Randolph. Oh. You guys just jamming out, man. That was so cool. Mm-hmm. One, so, check that one out on YouTube if you have it. Mm-hmm. Super cool. Thank you. And uh, make sure you listen to Raise Rowdy Radio. You'll hear Justice play this week.
1: Right on. Beautiful.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so guys thank you so much for listening to the podcast make sure you hit subscribe rate us if you haven't already that helps us out a lot and we're excited to be back with more new episodes like this one with daniel i'm Nikki t and we'll see you in the front row